Hello, my lovely loyal listeners. Today is Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. And on today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, we're being petty and messy as usual. (laughs) But today, again, it's Wednesday, so it's hump day. And I happen to be recording during quiet time. Like we in the senior citizen home. Quiet time is between 11 p.m. and 9 a.m. But, you know, we're going to talk about that and some other things on today's episode of As the Massage Tip Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We will be right back after this brief pause for the cause. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was brought to you by DisclaimerTemplate.com. my lovely loyal listeners, we are back. Now, you guys that are my lovely loyal listeners and that follow me on a regular basis and listen to my podcast, you guys know that I am living in a boarding house situation. And you guys have been with me this whole time because, you know, I moved here in July. Well, you know, I moved to, you know, Georgia in April and I moved to this place in July, actually on the last day of July. And, you know, first I didn't know the housemates, but then, you know, I got to meet all the housemates except for one because he's never here. But we all were collectively getting along, minding our businesses, you know, everybody, you know, your room is your, your space and, you know, respecting the common area. It was fabulous. And then one of the ladies moved out. And once the lady moved out, that made a vacancy. So anybody can move in because they have two types of housing in this situation. Now, they do run a background check on you. The company itself runs a background check. But some of the individual houses want to run a background check on you as well. They want you to submit an additional application or you got the free-for-all and you just, they don't care because they've already been vetted and it's like, You just live there. That's what this is. Now, let me tell you. (laughs) When I first got here, again, everything was cool. Now, once this new person moved in, uh, and like I had said previously in a previous uh, episode of Ask the Massage Table Turns, you know, I got drunk one night and I acted a fool, right? So I did apologize for that because everybody knows, you know, when you get drunk, you usually end up being someone else. You know, you got your Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you know, you got your nice and your evil. And, you know, I happen to be like a little, like I start out like a nice drunk, but I end up like a mean drunk. So anywho, uh, I had apologized and everything. And then I still was trying to be 
cordial, right? Well, a couple of weeks ago, I spoke to one of them, and they just like huffed in my face. And I was like, oh, so that's how it's going to be. We're speaking and not speaking. I was like, that's cool. Because guess what? You cannot control other people. You can only control yourself. And you, my lovely, loyal listeners, y'all know I cannot. (laughs) I cannot control me. So I definitely can't be controlling nobody else because, I'm, I'm, you know, I have a very hard time just controlling me. So I can't imagine trying to control somebody else. So y'all know me. Once you, you know, show me who you are and I figure you're a fake piece of shit person, I'm not fucking with you. You know what I mean? Especially if I feel like you're the type of individual that would call the cops on somebody. (laughs) Ooh, y'all. Now, as the massage tip turns, sounds like a soap opera, right? But this is a real life soap opera that I'm living, you guys. Because then picture this. This house has eight rooms, okay? So there's eight different personalities within a house, okay? Kind of like real world without the cameras. But there are cameras now. Don't get me wrong, they do have cameras surveilling the property. Hopefully they don't have any places they're not supposed to be. But, you know, there's cameras at the doors and things like that. So anyway, let me tell y'all. Everybody was minding their own business, okay? Everybody, all seven of us, all seven of us that were here were minding our business. Nobody complained about, everybody respected the common areas and nobody complained about anything anybody was doing. Now, all of a sudden, we're getting all these complaints. Just complaint after complaint after complaint. So it's like, oh, someone has to be anonymous to me making these complaints, because that's how you make them anonymously. But you don't really need to make an anonymous complaint if you are a mature adult, which everybody in the house is a mature adult. Uh, You should be able to say to someone, um, this, that, or the third, whatever the issue is, you should be able to sit down and be able to, you know, have a conversation. Unless you're a conniving, sneaking-ass piece of shit. But everybody gonna be whoever they are. You know what I mean? And nobody is worth me going to jail. I have never been to jail, you guys. Y'all know I have a very squeaky clean criminal record. I have zero, never been to jail. I don't want to go. Seen it on television, that's good enough for me. Now, anybody else that have aspirations to go or have gone, I am not mad. I am not judging nobody that has been in that situation. But I personally cannot relate to that because I have never, literally, actually never been. So I cannot relate to it at all. Okay? So guess what? I ain't trying to find out at no damn 62 either. But... Y'all, guess what? That's the end of this rant. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to cut it off. Yeah, because I'm ranting. This is my rant. Hello? It's Wednesday, isn't it? Hump day, okay? So, you know, 
I told you I was going to start that new feature, Roses Rant. Look, you're getting a preview of season four. You know season four is coming. Yes, October 13th, 2023 will be season four. Oh, no, no, no. That's for just Miss Rose and you. October 13th will be season four. For here, as the massage ship turns, that's Halloween. <laughs> yes, October, the birth of my nonsense. <laughs> now, after this brief pause for the cause, we will be back. And I'm going to actually read an article. Yeah, I'm mixing. The, I told you I was going to read an article, do a rant. I, this is a You know what? Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We will be right back. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by Oxford Languages, is rant. It's a verb. Speak or shout at length in a wild, impassioned way. It's also a noun. A spell of ranting. A tirade. Rant. And we'll be right back. My lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website purposefairy.com and this article written by Luminita D. Savich is titled 10 Simple Reasons Why People Don't Mind Their Own Business. People don't mind their own business because they believe that interfering in your life and making uninvited inquiries into the private affairs of others is their business. Luminita D. Savage. <laughs> okay, I get it. Get it together, Miss Rose. <laughs> 
10 reasons why people don't mind their own business. Number one, people don't mind their own business because they think they know better. People don't mind their own business because they honestly think they know better and they would do whatever it takes to let everyone know that they are right and the rest of the world is wrong. Number two, people don't mind their own business because they are disconnected. People don't mind their own business because they are completely disconnected from their own truth. They can go no, they can no longer hear their inner guidance and they really believe that it's their responsibility to interfere in the life and affairs of those around them and save everyone. Number three, people don't mind their own business because they have nothing better to do. (laughs) People don't mind their own business because they honestly don't know what else to do with their time. They are so bored with themselves and their lives that they're looking for ways to bring some excitement and exhilaration into theirs. And unfortunately for those around them, interfering in the life and affairs of others helps them forget how bored they truly are. (laughs) Ooh, number four. People don't mind their own business because your business is better than their business. (laughs) Y'all get it together, get it together. Okay, now. (laughs) Why are they poking into other people's affairs? Because they love it. To them, your business is a lot more interesting than theirs. Plus, they love making uninvited inquiries into the private affairs of others. Number five, people don't mind their own business because they don't have a purpose. People who don't mind their own business are people who have no clear focus in life and no meaningful purpose. They just don't know what it is that they should do with themselves and their lives. And they confuse interfering with helping. When you know who you are and what your purpose in life is, you have no interest in interfering in other people's lives. You know that each being is sacred and that we all have a unique path to walk upon. And you trust that the same higher power that guides you on your path will guide everyone else as one on, well, wait a minute, will guide everyone else on their path. Thus, you mind your own business and you don't play God with anyone. Number six, people don't mind their own business because they are unhappy. People who don't mind their own business are sad, lonely, and unhappy people. They might not know this, and they might not want to admit it, but they are. 
A happy person is too busy being happy. <laughs> they understand the value of time and how precious their energy is, and they don't waste any on interfering in the lives and affairs of others. They just don't. Number seven, people don't mind their own business because they feel unworthy. Those who don't mind their own business are usually people with hidden insecurities. People who feel small, insignificant, unworthy, and undeserving. People who need to do something and say something in order to feel worthy and loved. By offering their unsolicited help and advice, they feel like they have a purpose in life. And that makes them feel a bit better about themselves. Number eight. People don't mind their own business because they think they are saving you. Many of them don't mean any harm. They really don't. And all they want to do is save you from whatever it is they think you need saving from. But what they don't realize is that just as Buddha said it, no one saves us but ourselves. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path. The Savior is within, not without. Number nine, people don't mind their own business because they need help. There is a powerful quote in A Course in Miracles that goes like this. Do not attempt to help a person in your own way. Your interpretations of the other person's needs are the interpretations of your own needs. By giving help, you are asking for it. By offering help to those who never asked for it, and by constantly interfering in other people's, these people are in fact begging for help and asking for the healing of their deeply hidden wounds. They offer help because they need help. Number 10, people don't mind their own business because they are afraid. They are afraid to deal with their own pain and darkness and they would rather try to correct and fix the whole world than take a look at themselves in the mirror and heal what needs healing. For them, the problem is always out there in the world, but never within themselves. And these are some of the many reasons so many people, instead of focusing on their own lives and on creating and nourishing their own happiness, interfere in the life and affairs of others. It happens. And even though the tendency is to judge and criticize them harshly, it would be wise not to. It would be wise to treat them with love and compassion. Because I'm sure that at one point in our lives, we have all done or might do some of these things. Life has a funny way of surprising us. Better to make space for love to come back to you 
then have judgment, blame, and resentment return to you like a boomerang and hit you in the head when you least expect it. Love, Luminita. And we want to thank Luminita for that very ticklish article. Ten simple reasons why people don't mind their own business. And we will be right back with another exciting, hopefully funny article. And if it's not funny, you know we're down the rabbit hole. It doesn't matter if it's funny or not. We'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause. My lovely loyal listeners, we are back, and it is now Thursday, October 5th, 2023, because it's now midnight. (laughs) Y'all have to excuse me. I am just tickled to death this evening. Now, this website that we're on is LinkedIn.com. This is linkedin.com forward slash pulse. And this article, uh oh, come on, phone, don't play with me. Okay, y'all, my phone is playing with me. Hold on, let me lock it from flipping. Uh-huh. All right. This article, written by Muhammad Sajwani, is titled Mind Your Own Business. At first, mind your own business might sound harsh, but it is actually a gentle reminder to all of us to stay in our own lane, so to speak. Minding your own business at its heart is focusing on what you can control and letting go of what you can't. It is taking responsibility for your own thoughts and actions and letting other people take responsibility for theirs. We sometimes try to control other people, their lives, control the world around us, and basically control everything and everyone but ourselves. The most basic way to start minding your own business is to remember that your thoughts and actions are your business. Other people's thoughts and actions are their business, not yours. External circumstances, i.e. weather, natural disasters, etc., are not your business. Ironically, the only thing we can control is ourselves. And even then, it's sometimes imperfect control. Imperfect, I-M-P-E-R-F-E-C-T, control. Key examples of not minding your business. Judging, blaming and criticizing others for their actions and feelings. Reacting to circumstances and others instead of being conscious. Seeing others as separate from us. 
Separation versus oneness is also a core tenet of conscious living. Attempting to fix other problems without being asked. Refusing to accept others as they are. Now, we shall make an attempt to understand how to actually mind our business. Number one, assume your own responsibility. First and foremost, take responsibility for you means that nothing comes as top priority as you. Fix yourself first and knowing that no one makes you do or feel anything. It's not letting someone else have authority over you. You always have a choice. Minding your own business is choosing not to be the victim of the family or society around you and completely taking ownership of your decisions. You choose to do those things because you want the result. While doing the above, you don't have to act outside of your integrity or you don't have to treat other people poorly or be narcissistic. You just, you're just not free from the consequences of those decisions. Number two, accept people as is. This does not mean that you accept or enable other people's destructive behavior without doing or saying anything. It doesn't mean that you neglect to set boundaries for yourself or that you stop advising your siblings or children. It does mean that you accept that people are not born identical and that they are different. They can't be your own Xerox copy. When we refuse to accept others and their identities as they are, we say, I don't want to know you. I want you to be who I want you to be. We can accept that some people are high strung. They talk loudly, are sometimes late. They like things we like. They like things we think are boring. Believe in things we don't believe in or do things we don't agree with. We can accept that as a reality and part of the diversity of this planet. Number 3. Stop judging, criticizing and fixing people. When someone talks to you about a problem, keep in mind that there's nothing to fix. No one is broken. Your role is to listen. I always ask my clients to learn to become patient listeners and develop and improve their listening skills, especially when someone speaks. And instead of judging, think, how does this apply to me? How can I learn from this? After all, human experience is universal. We're all in this together. And judgment, criticism, and our internal urge of fixing others only prevents us from connecting with others. When someone talks to you, listen and try to understand instead of assuming that this person is broken, thus he or she needs help and I can fix him or her. Number four, install a filter in your head. When we mind our own business, we save a lot of mental and physical energy for ourselves because we are focused on what we want instead of what we don't want. Let's use an example of email sorting. Think about how much energy it takes to go through every piece of junk mail, 
all the special offers, all the sales flyers. It would take all day. Instead, most of us just take a quick glance at the mail each day to see what actually needs our attention and we recycle and trash the rest. Thoughts are like that. Thoughts can bounce around in our heads all day and they won't necessarily be helpful. Part of minding our business is figuring out which thoughts are just useful and important instead of being distracted by every thought that goes through our minds. This is also the case with feelings. Some feelings are fleeting and don't require attention, while others can be useful. Ask yourself whether your thoughts and feelings are true, useful, and important, or whether they're just noise. Sort them out exactly the way you deal with junk mail. Number five, make yourself aware. Self-awareness is the ability to tune in to your feelings, thoughts, and actions. Being self-aware also means being able to recognize how other people see you. People who are self-aware recognize their strengths and their challenges. Minding your own business is also an act of observing what's going on inside of you. It's being self-observant. It may be helpful to think of ourselves as two selves, the part of us that thinks and the part of us that can observe the part that thinks. We can observe ourselves, our activity, and our state of mind. Minding your own business means being the self-observer. Observe and accept the fact that you're thinking those thoughts. Then you can move on. Final word. Minding your own business is actually difficult because it keeps you away from cheesy gossip, getting involved in others' business, but on the contrary, it involves great labor, confronting your mistakes and inner demons, working out relational conflicts, practicing self-discipline, and making sacrifices. It's so tempting to cast blame for the world's problems on other people and circumstances. But that mentality inherently ascribes all power to fix things to outside forces as well. For most of us, minding our own business does not come naturally. This is a practice, like everything else in conscious living. Practice observing yourself and noticing when you're not minding your own business. And practice bringing your attention back to your own lane. As you do this more and more, you will find it easier and more automatic. As you do this more, you will take more ownership of your own life, thoughts, and decisions, and grow in acceptance of the humanity in all of us. All right. Now, Muhammad Sobani is the founder and managing editor of Evolve HR, which aims at transforming, enriching, and evolving human capital of Pakistan. Okay, that's enough of that. (laughs) We want to thank him for his lovely article on LinkedIn, Mind Your Own Business. And we'll be right back with the conclusion of today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We will be right back.
All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back with the last article for today. And I'm going to try to end it on a positive note instead of a messy note. And this article on the website, sassysisterstuff.com. This article was written by Susan on August 19, 2022. And it is titled, 19 Polite Ways to say none of your business. (laughs) If you're like me, you probably wish you knew some polite way to say none of your business or mind your own business when a nosy friend asks about a private matter or when someone from work inquires about the conversation you just had behind closed doors with your boss. Sometimes you just don't feel like talking about something. It may be a private matter or a sensitive issue or even someone else's issue. Truth be told, you might not feel comfortable talking about an issue or you might even think it's not your place to talk about the matter. Either way, when someone directly asks you about the sensitive situation, you usually feel like you need to have a response. But proper etiquette tells us that we should be polite right? Fortunately, there are ways to say none of your business or mind your own business without being rude. It helps to be prepared and practice some responses ahead of time, if possible. Let's look at some simple responses you could say instead of mind your own business. What does none of your business mean? There are two responses people generally want to use when confronted with questions about a private matter. Number one, mind your own business. Number two, it's none of your business. People might even be inclined to simply say the acronym MYOB. Wikipedia has an entire page about these phrases. Mind your own business is a common English saying which asks for uh, for a respect of other people's privacy. It strongly suggests that a person should stop interfering in what does not affect themselves. Contextually, it is often used in an argument or dispute as a remark to refute, reject, disregard, or discourage others' concerns or comments. When using these phrases, you are somewhat rudely telling the person not to ask about something that does not concern them. Oftentimes, it comes with an annoyed tone of voice and may offend the person asking the questions. Why do people ask personal questions? People have a wide degree of opinions about what constitutes personal questions or a personal matter. Plus, some people don't have the life experience to know that they are asking inappropriate questions. Try to be patient in these situations because it's usually not worth getting upset about. The person asking the questions could become truly embarrassed if they don't realize it's a sensitive matter or they won't care anyway. 
there are also potential cultural differences that could cause barriers in communication about private matters. So you can offer a polite response and move on. Fortunately, there are many different ways to say, mind your own business or it's none of your business in a polite and proper manner. Polite ways to say none of your business. Yeah, I know you guys have been waiting for me to get to this part, so have I. When someone asks about a private matter, you can choose a good way to respond rather than risk being rude or starting an argument. Plus, remember, it's absolutely not necessary to elaborate on your answer. Make it simple and move on. We are sometimes inclined to keep talking, but just don't. It's not necessary. On a positive note, you might even politely teach someone a lesson about not asking a personal question in the future. Number one, don't worry about it. I've got this. (laughs) Number two, I prefer not to talk about it. Number three, I'd rather not go into details if you don't mind. Number four, thanks for asking, but I'm not ready to talk about that yet. Number five, that's not my story to tell. Number six, thanks for your concern, but it's personal. Number seven, I'm still sorting it out. Let's talk later. Number eight, I don't want to think about it right now. Let's talk about you. Number nine, I need some time to think through this on my own. Number 10, it's not my place to say anything about it. Number 11, I'm a private person and I'm not comfortable sharing. Number 12, That's rather private information that I'd prefer not to discuss. Number 13, these are uncomfortable questions, so let's not discuss this right now. Number 14, their issue is none of my business, so I prefer not to discuss it. Number 15, I appreciate your interest, but I prefer to handle it in my own way. Number 16, give me some time to work things out and I'll fill you in as soon as I can. Number 17, I have no comment right now. Number 18, I'm still trying to figure things out, but if I think I can use your help, I'll let you know. Number 19, it's really not your concern, but I appreciate your inquiry, your inquiry, your inquiry, or however you pronounce it, I-N-Q-U-I-R-Y. This is somewhat more confrontational, so I would only use this in situations where I'm trying to make a point, that one. It's really not your concern, but I appreciate your inquiry. Now, there is no one best answer to questions about private matters, but you do not need to discuss something that makes you uncomfortable. Give your full attention to the person asking questions and use a friendly tone of voice when you respond with a polite phrase. Just know that your private life is yours. No comment. 
I have no comment. It's a simple, concrete way to be polite and preserve your peace of mind. Final thoughts. The next time you need a polite way to tell someone to mind their own business, use these phrases without any hesitation or regret. Don't be mean or upset about it. Some people just don't know it's not appropriate to ask about a difficult situation or personal matter. Use a nice way to say, mind your own beeswax. Good luck. You've got this. Do the right thing and and rise above being rude in these situations. It's really not worth your peace of mind to become upset with nosy people. At the end of the day, a polite response is the best way. Love to all, Susan. Do you have polite ways to say none of your business? I would love to hear about the ways you handle these situations. Please share in the comment section below. Susan Ballinger is an award-winning educator, author, speaker, PTSD survivor, and advocate for all who has always been passionate about supporting and inspiring others. And that's all I'm going to read on her bio. And we want to thank Susan from SassySisterStuff.com for her very nice article, 19 Polite Ways to Say None of Your Business. And that, you guys, is the end of today's episode. Midweek hump day, happy hump day, happy Wednesday, now slash Thursday, thirsty Thursday, well, thirsty Thursday now, you guys. But have a great rest of the week. We will speak with you again on Friday for another episode of As the Massage Tip Returns. Please support my sister podcast, Just Miss Rose, and you. Now, you know the rules. Don't let anybody take you off your square because you are the only you in the entire universe. And nobody is doing a better job of being you than you. Miss Rose out. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening.